Hello, Tom. Hello, Heron. So in the five minutes that you asked me to wait, I read an interesting article about a, well, he was formerly known as Most Deaf, but a rapper that was arrested in South Africa carrying a world passport. And you had mentioned the world passport previously, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that was what he was uh, going on? <laughs> yes, that's what he was trying to leave the country under, and the only response was to arrest him, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, we're a little ways away from being a world citizen. <laughs> mm, this is in the world, son. Yes. <laughs> no, this is South Africa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I have a bunch of notes and little bits and pieces and some stories and some other stuff, but do you oh, have man. anything that you'd like to Well, uh, not nearly with? as good as anything you've got, I'm but um, um, I've I've got a friend who um, is a cam woman and has been doing that for uh, yes quite a few years yes and um, and I started thinking about it. I'm getting really unhappy with this fucking newspaper. They they just they're. they're <laughs> I'm getting so tired, and I don't make that much money with them anyway. So you're going to start camming yourself, are you? Well, I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, I I did my first one today. Wow. Um, it's. Um, I mean, I'm not doing anything. All I'm doing is talking. I'm not going to get naked. I'm not going to do anything. I'm gonna. I'm there to do gendo. But I figured I got. I spend six hours a week on on uh, you know Teamspeak uh-huh. and. You know, a couple hours with you. That's all, you know, to get stuff into the world and, yeah. and, and it works. And I'm thinking there are girls. Well, it's different for girls and guys on in this universe, uh-huh. but there are girls where there are 6,000 people watching them on this one site. Yeah. At one time around the world, 6,000 yes. people. Yeah. And the most guys seem to get is 150 or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the main thing is, is they've got this network of to do this, to to broadcast video and audio and text, mm. and it's free. <laughs> and not only is it free, you can even get paid. <laughs> you know. So it's not. I mean, what part of this is free, basically? Well, it's free to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It costs nothing to get up and running. Okay. You know, that's it. And and not only that, but people can tip if they like, you know. I mean, well, again, this is all geared around sex. But, mm. uh, you know, I mean, that's how – I mean, some of the – well, this woman I know for 10 years has supported herself and her three kids very nicely, mm. you know, and not working that much, mm. <laughs> you know. And so, I don't expect that's what's going to happen with me. Well, the thing is, I started doing some experimenting. I looked around and, and I found a few women who never get naked. Mm. They're cute. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, and they flirt and they're playing the sex game sort of, but, but not really, you know, and they've attracted some of them make pretty good money playing a certain game. Uh-huh. You know. So you've talked with these women? No, I haven't. No. I, I oh, just, you used your friend to talk to these women? or how'd you, how'd no, you I just, these I just, no, I just went to the site and looked around. Oh, so does, does the site give you statistics associated with these things? Or I mean, where do you, where well, do you get this information oh, well, from? You can, well, you can, when you're looking at the, at the front page where there's all these photos of these women, they, you know, or, well, that was what I was looking at first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, was, um, you know, uh, there are little uh, little shots, so there may be fifty on the screen. Mm. You know, and then there's how many people are in the room, how old they are, mm-hmm. uh, just some minor shit. And then you click on that, and it takes you into 
their room. Mm. And there's a scroll bar. It's pretty much like Skype, really. Mm. You know, I mean, it, it's just people can type in there. Mm. Anyway, I, I found a, a couple. I mean, most of I mean, most of it is just grossly sexual. You know, I mean, that's that's what they're there for. Certainly, and that's where the where the money is. Yeah. But uh, I found two women who never get naked. Uh-huh. You know, they're young and cute, though. So I mean, uh-huh. that helps. You know, and, and guys can run their fantasies on that. Uh-huh. And, uh, but both of them are making pretty good money, and they don't do anything risque. How know? do you know they're making pretty good money, though? I can see how many tips they're getting. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. Some of them are making a hundred bucks an hour, easy. So to take a step back, this is it's funny actually because I was going to tell us a music story and then it's kind of gotten kind of deeper into my psyche. I might tell you a music story anyway. There was an occasion, and I don't know if I've talked about it on Stone Ape or not, but there was an occasion where you accidentally video chatted with me. Yeah, I remember. It was way yeah. back in the beginning. Yeah. Before I lost all this weight. Yeah, yes, it was a kind thing. of kind of naked Buddha-like figure kind of yeah. sitting there. <laughs> and I thought to myself, hmm, I could just move this aside and continue to have conversations with her and I could kind of put this yeah, thing aside. Yeah, really, that's, video is just, you know, there's, there's nothing good there. Unless you're interested in sex, then yeah. video is very important. But if you're not interested in sex, then video is just an interruption as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. This it, you've caught me completely off guard with this topic here, Heron. So I'm going to try and assemble a few basic yeah. questions. Yeah. In terms of the woman that you know who yeah. has done this for a long period of time, she's obviously been very candid. With yeah, she doesn't. Uh, no, very few of her friends know that's what she does. Mm. She's she's torn about it. You know, she's embarrassed about it. She doesn't like it. She doesn't talk about it with people unless she knows them and trusts them. Mm. And your assessment is based on just watching. And are you sure the women get all that money? I mean, obviously, I don't yeah, think these the, sites are free. Well, like, I don't the, know how the other, sites take cuts too, yeah, right? I don't, yeah, I don't know how other ones are. Yeah. On Satterbait, uh, they take tokens, and you, customers buy tokens, and okay. tokens are ten for a dollar. Okay, they're ten cents each, and when you get a token, you get fifty percent of that. The site takes fifty percent. Okay, and uh, so you're using the same site that your friend uses? No, she uses a different site. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which I, I called her and asked her where I should go, where I'm likely to find the biggest audience and, and all that stuff. And f- she was pretty sure that uh, this is one of the larger ones. Okay. And, you know, so. Interesting. So you, today. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just like your team speak only with a camera, right? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Okay. And you just talk about Gendo. Well, uh I'm I'm just sort of playing around with it right now. I mean, I yeah, I when it came up, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean <laughs> Well, it was just sort of interesting to see what happened. Uh actually, I ended up with a total of about 30 people coming through. Interesting. And um and, and I had a couple sort of not stupid conversations with a couple of people. Uh-huh. And they just tip simply typing. They don't or Yeah, yeah, you're right. Although see that's the thing is they can I can do audio and that's what I, I don't know how to do that right now. Uh, and I'm not quite sure just how that's all gonna work out. I, I still have to figure that out. Yeah, but that's what I really want to do. So people turn up there is it an even mix of men and women, or is it mainly I, women? I, I, I don't really know. I just see these handle names. I have no idea. And your picture is on, to go back to what you said, there are like 50 images of which one is yeah. your image. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's and that's just a, a cut out of the feed itself. And the anticipation is that these people want to have some sexual 
Well, engagement that's what this side it. is for. Yeah, my, right. my, so I assume. Yeah, that, that's why. I mean, they, <laughs> I don't know how else they'd get there. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, but my sense is that that's only part. That doesn't define them. You know, people who are looking for something for sure. Yeah. And I'm not sure sex is really what it is they're looking for. I, I, I think it's the same 5% that I always talk about. Mm. You know, so, whether you're talking about lawyers or mm -hmm. uh, garage mechanics or, mm. or people who are on porn sites, 5% of them <laughs> are my target. <laughs> so the tips, you have like a free part where they give you tips. And then it's like a strip club, right? You have like intimate areas that people can go to. And I'm, I'm really not sure just what, what it, there are different ways mm -hmm. to do it. Uh, P, anybody can tip you at any time. Mm -hmm. You know, they can just tip you if they just like you. In but fact, if, they I give have, you, if they give you a larger tip, then, you know, they can have. Well, that's depends on how you set it up. Okay. And you yeah, haven't set yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can, I haven't. I mean, I haven't really, I don't know how I want to do this. I'm, I'm just looking at as, as a kind of an experiment for mm -hmm. right now. I, I'm not really quite sure just yeah. what the hell to do with this, but I was impressed. This is the first time I was on there and I had 30 people. And if I take my 5%, then that's one and a half of them, <laughs> you know, and I are, and, and actually two that I talked to and, and out of those 30, seven people have become followers. That's amazing. Well, I'm not sure it's amazing. I think well, that's, I mean, look, I, I deal with conversion rates, both with regards to my, you know, after hours stuff and also obviously working in Netflix. Yeah. I'm astonished oh, yeah. at that conversion rate. Well, uh, we'll see what that actually means here. I mean, I, I don't know what that, but, but in any case, no, I, I, I was quite pleased given that I, you yeah. haven't got a clue but, what I mean, the fuck I'm doing. We don't need to talk, we don't need to talk explicit numbers here. But I mean, you'd you'd need to be making a few thousand dollars a month, right? Or no, I don't need that much. Okay, I, you know, uh, if I made, uh, I mean, it would be better to make a few thousand. But if I could make a thousand a month, okay, um, I, I could quit the. You know, that, the thing is, I wouldn't be able to save as much money yeah. as I do now. I mean, that would be coming down. But yeah. I'd be willing to come down a little bit if, if, uh, yeah, because I'm really getting tired of that fucking. Yeah, place. no, clearly. I mean, yeah, it, it comes week after week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're increasing just, stories. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's, you know, it's just because everything else about the job I, I really like. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I guess, I mean, certainly my exposure to this came through this YouTuber that announced that she, had made a small fortune. In fact, I found another YouTuber. Who? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm, how, it was with Model Rail Radio. It was literally a year ago, you know, probably this week when I did Model Rail Radio Show 100. Yeah. And that was the week that this one of the three, four pot YouTubers came out and said that she was actually webcamming and she'd made $64,000 that month doing it <laughs> god damn yeah. yeah wow yeah some people uh but the thing is there are a lot of people who are just you know it, it makes them a, about the same as they would at a regular 40-hour job in some stupid office you know <laughs> and uh and they can do it in a few hours and mm. and uh they're having fun you know it, it's certainly not for everybody but for so some, of the for seven, some of people the, i guess yeah of the seven people that follow you yeah. Do you get do you get information on them associated with like their age and? Their... Um, I don't know. If, I, I doubt like it. You, so you haven't dug into it. You just no. I, I have people. no idea what the fuck I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
this is absolutely I mean, the fact that I got the camera and the and the microphone all working and people can hear me and see me and yeah. I uh, read the text. I haven't gotten anybody else on camera yet. But Interesting. I so able I, to do one-on-one camera stuff. Yeah, I had a coworker who either he or his wife did this because I went to his house one time. And he had this whole elaborate setup. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't sure whether it was him or his wife or both of them. <laughs> well, who knows? So, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's all sorts of stuff out there. Anyway, he said that he was using it for electronic gaming, but it was all too elaborate. And why would you need lights for electronic gaming? I mean, it made absolutely no sense to me. And then I was talking, I was talking to someone else. And he also <laughs> had an amazingly elaborate knowledge of modern porn stars. Yeah. Well, so, you yeah. know, yeah, it's a, it's a really sort of dicey area to talk about it. I mean, <laughs> The thing is that everyone everyone has their own fetishes. And, I mean, it's always interested me because I've always kind of had the general view that, you know, my experience in Australia was just that I didn't have a social pool large enough to find people that were really into the same kinds of things I was into. And I always thought that, you know, if there was... Uh, that's one of the good things about the internet. Yes. yes Every yeah. weird group of fuck in the world yeah. has got a million others who know exactly what yeah. the fuck he's talking about. And that's, that's really... <laughs> this is a very surreal turn, Heron. I, I am really dumbfounded. I mean, I thought I had good topics, but you've raised... An amazing topic. Well, I want to see what I can do with this space. They're providing me with the space for yeah. free and, and with the possibility of actually making money. Yeah. So <laughs> in terms of what you made today and how long were you oh, I got today? four tips. So I made uh, a nickel. I made 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't lead with that, Aaron. You were very covert about that actual thing. Oh, well, yeah, it's irrelevant. I mean, listen, if, if I, I'm here you anyway, the, you know, I mean. <laughs> how long were you on for the nickel? Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. And I only got that because, but that's the way you do it, is I asked for it because I didn't know whether the thing was even working or not. <laughs> so I said, would somebody tip me one token so that I can see if this thing is working? And a guy tipped me five. Wow. Or somebody. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. He's going to be your sugar bear, Heron. Oh, he could be. You never can tell. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Heron. The floodgates have opened. The floodgates of possibilities. Oh, well, it's, it, it could be interesting. You know, I mean, it could be, I mean, it could be that they're, that, I mean, they had a bunch of guy, people, guys, I guess. I mean, mm. you know, uh, who just, you know, want me to get naked. And, I'm sure you're a gay male type. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like, gay well, men any guy. Like wiser, yeah, older sure. men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I've, and I got a bunch of that shit, you know. Interesting. Well, you know, I just, it's just what you'd expect, though. I mean, it's just, you know, a bunch of fucking language monkeys. But again, I think there's more to some of them than that. Clearly. You know, that well, they, they're, money, they're, right? that's so, what they came there for. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, but they're actually looking for more. Yeah. Well, the, the, this YouTube disclosed quite a bit associated with her demographics. And it seemed really fascinating because she basically, I mean, she, I don't know. She must be like 23 or something, but she looks like she's 12. And <laughs> that is like a big draw. But most of yeah. her market yeah. is, is you know, middle-aged and older men because I guess she represents a strong fantasy for those kind of men. And they're exactly yeah. the ones that have the money to spend on this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, well, yeah. thing. i got to figure out how to mark. Well, i got to figure out what the hell to do with this. I mean, clearly, I mean – like I said, I think I think the market is there. There's a group of people here, mm. probably a higher, maybe even a higher percentage here than than in some spiritual circles. Or, without question, you know. So so there, there's clearly some of the people I want to get to and want to get to me. 
the, are are the, here. The interesting thing is when you go to a doctor's office, you don't walk in and it's a strip club. I mean, there are kinds of expectations associated <laughs> well, I know, with certain, yeah. I know. There, that, certain places. Yeah, and, well, I know, yeah. Well, the only way it's going to work is if individual people find it valuable and tell their friends about it. I mean, that's <laughs> yes. I mean, this marketing that's that's there. Well, again, the thing is, there are enough people. This that's the good thing about this place is there's enough traffic here that my little five percent, um, you know, well, maybe you I can own it. You know, mm. yeah. Once I once I get people coming back, yeah. You know, uh, well, again, I guess this is just all crazy fantasy shit. You know, yeah. I have no idea. I, it took me a week just to get the camera to work. <laughs> The, the no, it's really sad. The Chatterbait has no decent support for. So I, they actually send you a camera? Oh no, no, they don't do anything. Basically, okay. They, they, there's a page you go to and it tells you what to use. This is using Flash. And know? oh, and it's it's like a regular it's all web. Website. It's all yeah, it's yeah. all on the web. Interesting. Which the, I like that part of it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it, again, it took me. The Flash wouldn't work. I couldn't get anything working. But then all of a sudden, it started working. So right, you know. But it was no no thanks to Chatterbait. So do you want to advertise like your site? So it's called Chatterbait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you yeah. have a particular handle? Are you here in- yeah. No, my, my handle right now is Nerdo. N-R- oh, Nerdo Hesed or just yeah. Nerdo? Yeah, Nerdo. Just Nerdo. Yeah. Interesting. So you're really playing into like a series of potential demographics here or what what we would call fa- fetishes, right? This is, this is. Well, well no, no, I'm, no, I, I suspect there are other aspects to these people that are, that they are looking for. Certainly. That aren't related to any of this shit. This is other stuff. You know, and there, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. This is the most extraordinary topic that could ever possibly be. Is, it, 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 it puts no strain on me to try it. No, you know, but say, I guess, say, I'm here anyway. I guess in order to make it, in order to make it survivable, you're going to have to hone. No, it's already survivable. Right now, it's survivable because I'm not doing anything that I wasn't doing before. Well, but if you're looking to make an income through oh, it, well, it that's a process. Yeah, right. Ah, yeah. yes, yeah. Well, that. But again, I'd be happy just for the conversation. I mean, I don't get paid for being on Teamspeak. No, you know, I have no intention. Of, I, I mean, that's not what yeah. it's there for. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but this place is again. That's what this whole place is built around. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an interesting change, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I, you know, and and they may throw my ass off. They <laughs> allow this kind of non-sexual shit. You know, what's the, what the fuck is this stuff going on here? Well, if they're making a cut, I mean, there has to be some expense to them associated with streaming you. And if they're making well, a they cut get of your 50% tips of well, you know, well, again, they sell the tokens mm. at ten for a dollar. Mm. Okay, and then uh, they pay out. 50% of that and they okay. get the rest. But after a period of time, if you're making, you know, 20, 30 cents for two hours, that's got to, I mean, well, this they, is the girl that's making be... 64,000, right? So well, the thing, I, apparently that's not a problem for them because uh, they list stuff on their site by how many people are on that site. So the most popular ones are right at the top. Oh, okay. And, and as you go down to page 20, mm-hmm. well, actually, I've never seen it go past page 13, but there are like a hundred, maybe more than a hundred per page. Mm. And I, and like 13, 14 pages sometimes. Sometimes only two or three. Well, sometimes right. maybe three or something. So but, how, how long did it take for you to find two women that kept their clothes on? 
Um, I don't know. I've spent the last couple of days just sort of looking around. Okay. So, you know, I don't know. Several hours, though. <laughs> you know. how, how friendly were the people to your general levels of questioning? Oh, I wasn't talking. I was just watching. You were just watching. Okay. Yeah. And do they identify, is there like a checkbox that says no nudity or something like that or no no no, but there's a bio see that's what i'm gonna see i haven't written a bio yet and that's Mm. absolutely crucial Mm -hmm. the uh tuning people into what's going on but if i i just can't imagine i mean to you return to the doctor metaphor where you go in and it's a strip club (laughs) no it's no it's a doctor's office that has a lobby that looks like a strip club you mean well i know the doctor's office is in the back of the strip club well i don't know that you i mean you're going into one circumstance and then you're confronted with something completely different yeah 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 well that's my job to explain that and to make that acceptable. Yeah. Well, we can talk about sex. I'm not going to, I'm certainly not going to do Gendo the way I do it here. <laughs> you know, uh, this is going to, in fact, I've been t- thinking about just what I'm going to write and what I'm going to talk about is intimacy. Mm. That sex isn't necessarily intimacy in itself. That real intimacy is about being able to tell the truth about what you feel. Mm. And what I remember you seeing a documentary about a, was it a sex therapist or something? Oh, it was Vice. I think Vice magazine did a thing on webcamming. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where they had a sex therapist who was actually a webcam model as well. I need to go and find it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like to see no, that. She, maybe she was doing her PhD on it, and she did the cam thing to like yeah. generate information yeah. for that. Yeah, see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. This is a very interesting... Well, it's really, yeah. It, it's um... Well, you know, I mean, I get a lot of sexual shit. People come in and, and just start saying all sorts of shit that I'm not even interested in repeating. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, but... Um, it's relatively easy. Well, and again, and I don't have a bio written yet. So yeah. nobody. So they're just they using just, your they, photograph. They're to... just, they got a picture of a guy sitting there yeah. in a t-shirt. And does it acknowledge how old you are and stuff like that? Yeah. Wow. So these are, these are people that are particularly interested in older, wiser looking gentlemen, I guess. Well, I've, who knows? You know, who knows what, what what's going on? <laughs> it beats the hell out of me. But anyway, like I say, I had. 30-something people in a period of two hours come through there. Very good. When you're talking to people about intimacy, you're in a very... I mean, in terms of the psychology of, like, sexual intimacy and all these kinds of things, I've had a few deep conversations with a variety of people associated with this, but many of them are repressed because some of them are actually quite disturbing. Do you anticipate... I mean, you said that in your first experience, you've had a bunch of people come in just, like, saying... Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of bullshit. You know, this is what you'd expect in a place like this. You know, (laughs) (laughs) strip club philosopher. Um, But in terms of, like, if you take it any, I mean, you haven't had like a really deep experience with this. You've just done it for your first day. Yeah, I spent two hours there. Right, and 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 actually, I spent like a ten minutes. A little bit early. I've been on there fi- actually five or six times, mm. you know, for five minutes or ten minutes at a time, just trying to figure out how things work, you know. And, and it's called Chatterbait. Yeah. Not Chasturbate or anything like that. No, but C-H-A-T-U-R-B-A-T-E. Right. And, Very clear. Very yeah. clear. So, gosh, this is just... I- and I'm and I'm nerdo, although nerdo. I may change that handle <laughs> at some point. Well, please advertise it on the uh, Stone yeah. 8 Facebook page yeah. so your yeah. followers can grow through this. <laughs> yeah, I welcome anybody there. Well, actually, my, my friend uh, who you know joined me there today mm-hmm. on my inaugural <laughs> broadcast. Uh-huh. So Your female friend who does this. Yeah, the one yeah, who does, who told me about it. Interesting. Interesting. 
Uh-huh. Did she give you any tips or any pointers, or was she? Just oh, she's given me. She's already given me a lot of tips. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm just. I'm not in any hurry. I just see this as an experiment. You know, at this point. Yes. So, so you know, I. Who knows? <laughs> but it wasn't bad. I mean, like I say, just just having 31 people having gone through there and talked to two of them. Well, texted. Well, uh-huh. I talked. They text. Uh-huh. Um, and and that's. Seven people out of those 31 had uh, chosen to follow me. Hmm. Did you wear a skimpy T-shirt or anything, or were you just... No, I didn't wear a T-shirt. I had the, I had a shirt with my, you know, a lapel, just a sort of nice dress shirt. Interesting. O- open. I mean, the top button was open. Oh, hair. I, well, I was fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then with the, my Gendo, you know, lapel Kim. pin there. Yeah. You know. Well, if you ever show your uh, keyboard, I might stop by to see that. I'm just trying to think if there are any things that would possibly draw me to the site. Maybe maybe a viewing of your keyboard, but aside from that. Huh? My keyboard? Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, you know, it's just very interesting. You know? <laughs> what can I say? Is so, it- I mean, I guess my concern with these kind of things these kinds of are these the kinds of things that you deal with all the time or no but i mean look you are i mean certainly my spiritual advisor and i joked when i discovered all these elaborate lights and cameras at my friend's place when i went over there one lunchtime to pick up something and now you find out i'm going to be a cam boy (laughs) (laughs) i have limited resources as i see over this stuff Aaron. i mean yes i guess I guess there's always, you know, there's always kind of amateur pornography and these kind of things that, you know, at least in a general married life would come up at least once or twice. But yeah, it is interesting that there are so many people going through these sites. Well, I don't know. 6,000 people watching one person and then and there's a couple, you know, maybe a thousand people on. Down at the end, nobody's watching them. But, mm. So there must be well, you had 10, 20, 30,000 people at a time. Well, if you just look at the currency, if one person can make 64,000, she was in the top 10, she said in yeah, her, yeah. her YouTube thing. Yeah. So, I mean, if someone in the top 10 is <laughs> making 64,000 a month, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can yeah. see the full spectrum, basically. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people who are making a couple hundred bucks a month. Yeah. You know? But your friend is making reasonable money through Well, this. she's she's supported her three kids and herself for the last what, I don't know, six years, eight years, mm. I, I don't know, ten years. I don't really know how Interesting. long time, though. And, and um, yeah, and she continues to make a good living. Well, again, yeah, she's not rich, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, it sure as hell beats going to work in some office and dealing with the assholes I have to deal yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting because we talked about this with regards to this woman who did the YouTube you know discussion associated with what she was making like i say a year ago and i yeah. kind of joked that this was the future that basically <laughs> what you would do is just sell your privacy for some amount of money you just find the right pitch price and then you put your privacy online and then you know people would just buy your privacy for what you offered and you'd make money through your privacy and you wouldn't need to as you say you don't need to work what <laughs> you've got you know, hopefully i mean if your privacy is worth something but yes it is an interesting yeah, and I just, I mean, my immediate sense hearing you talk about it is that the kinds of folks that would come to this kind of site and then find, I don't know, kinship. Yeah. You're looking for kinship, really, in this. No, 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 or students, I'm not. So what are you looking for through this? Uh, I'm looking to um, spread an awareness of the importance of language. Hmm. But I'm not, I'm certainly not going to say that in my life. <laughs> 
I mean... <laughs> so how do you lure people in? There? Well, I don't know. That's I'm trying to figure that part out. Yeah. I, I think... Well, I think they get lured in by the picture. I don't think... I mean, they, they can't even read the thing, yeah. the, the bio, and, until they've clicked on the picture. So, mm. so that's all they've got to go on, really. Mm. Or, or word of mouth. That's what I'm... See, that's what my sense is, is that if I can get a couple people who are, who are really ripe for this, mm. you know. But what and, happens if they become romantically obsessed with you? Well, that's then they'll be gone. Well, oh, again, you, yeah, you, if can, that, you can remove them? I can ban people, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if they, uh, yeah, yeah, if that bullshit, well, that's just, good, you know, that, that that's why my bio has to make all that very clear, and I have to make it clear, and I and I did it several times a day. I said, look, also, man. there were men that were clear, or people that were clearly sexually interested in you. Oh, yeah, oh yes, that was, oh, oh, yeah, at least half of them. Gosh. You know, well, that's what they're for. That's what that so. site's there for. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and probably the other half just didn't say it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, that, that that's that's what's going on there. It is interesting because with this with this YouTube woman and her YouTube channel, she gives certain personal details. I mean, not deep personal details, but at least some personal details out through that. Mm-hmm. And then obviously on her can thing, she must. But she has another part. I mean, she doesn't use her real name either on YouTube or on her can site. But the people I've known on YouTube that have been stalked and tracked down, people use a wide variety of methods. I mean, Casey Neistat is the prime example of this. He gives out his address and stuff like that. So people come and, and, you know, visit him and what have you. But he remains remarkably safe in New York City. I'm not sure how he actually does this. But yeah, this is a Well, he'd do it until he doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) And then his videos will just stop. But yeah, this is such an... I mean, I've got to commend you for doing this, Aaron, because I think this is absolutely fascinating. And I well, think we'll see. I mean, yeah. I hope it turns out to be fascinating. It I could mean, be after a few weeks here, I may just think, man, yeah, this yeah. isn't going anywhere. You I know? mean, but for a guy who has done, you know, you've gone to meetups and stuff, but you and you've done the thing at, at Fullerton, but you've not really put yourself out there, and now you're really putting yourself out there. I mean, this is well, uh, not well. I don't, you know, I don't think about it that way. I mean, I've. My, my, I put myself out there every day, almost all day long. This is just another way to extend the reach. But it, to me, it's not like putting myself out there when where I wasn't before. Uh, well, yeah, but it's you're right. It's actually to do with volume of traffic. Yeah. And yeah. you found an environment with a huge volume of traffic. Well, well a hell of a lot more than anything I'm, I'm doing right now. Yeah. 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 But again, well, again, if it's five percent, my sense is two to five percent. Yeah, you know, that's 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 what I'm looking at. Yeah, I did, but, but at least there's enough traffic there to maybe find them once yeah. in a while. You know, in terms of the two hours, did you find it particularly exhausting or anything? Or no, because I'm here anyway. I mean, it's what I do every. I, I'm just doing it during my uh, my Teamspeak thing. Ah. At the same time. Interesting. Well, so, you know, I'm here anyway. I'm right. just doing what I'm doing. But you wouldn't this- move it to where it was like six hours or eight hours. Oh, or well, if it, if it turned out to make money or, well, if there was some reason to, to do that, sure. I wouldn't mind putting more. If, if it's fulfilling mm. to do it more than, you know, on whatever levels, yeah. uh, then I'd probably do more. That's really what I'm hoping will happen. I'm hoping. Yeah. That, well, hoping. That's not the way I say it. My intention yes. is that uh, it find its audience, even if it's only 
two or three percent. If it's a steady audience that supports what's going on, then that's powerful. Incredibly powerful. Well, we'll see. (laughs) Now, I used to joke with people a long time ago, particularly because I had a toe cut off my foot and things, that, you know, within the great phylum of fetishes, there had to be people that liked, you know, people that had their toes removed or something. And then, yes, I would get into that form of pornography if such a thing existed. Well, it probably does. You'd never know until you start it up. Exactly. You know, and see you offer it for sale and see who buys it, you know. Yes. Yeah. You have surprised me this evening, Heron. This is not a topic that I expected to to discuss with you. Well, Um, it's it's actually been brewing for some time. Well, I kind of felt that because you've certainly mentioned your friend for a number of months now. In fact, when a year ago when we talked about it. Mm. You mentioned your friend then, and I guess yeah. you've been in communication with her for you'd been in communication with her years previously too. Yeah, so. we've known each other for quite a while. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting stuff, Heron. Well, please, please, please do give updates. I'm, I'm yes. This whole perspective associated with the, you know, being a a philosopher at a strip club, <laughs> I think is just such. Not a philosopher, please, an epistemologist. Epistemologist at the strip club. That makes even less sense to people. Good. <laughs> if they don't know what that word is, they can look it up. Yes. And if they can't do that, then they don't belong there. Yes. Yeah, we have a, a center for applied epistemology, don't we? Um, I I imagine we do. I don't I know. It on do LinkedIn. We? I, it was funny, actually, because when I joined the Center for Applied Epistemology, one of the guys who I work with <laughs> came up to me and said, I thought you'd left. But you're still here. And I was like, that's such a wonderful thing to have. I create some fake organization that I'm joining and someone actually thinks I'm leaving Netflix based on this organization that I'm supposed to be joining. <laughs> so as I, as I wipe my mouth from this uh, strange experience, I have a bunch of relatively lame topics to discuss this evening in contrast to yours. Mate. Really, I'm so really surprised at your reaction to this. Well, how do you, how, how would you have expected me to react? Well, I, I, I don't think I did have an expectation, but I, I find this. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I can. Yeah. Well, well, you're not actually saying anything here. No, you're right. I'm not. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> how would you have expected me to react? And how do you find my reaction in contrast to that? Do you think I would have been more philosophical and less humorous or what? what? Mm, more blase. Less. Yeah, I would say I was expecting a, a less energetic response. I think this is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, no, look, Aaron, I, I, there's no, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how I could have reacted any differently in this circumstance, but well, no, not, I'm, I'm fascinated by this, and I think yeah. it's something that, you know, you well, it's an the, possibility, the possibilities are, I mean, if, if you, if you made it, wrote, wrote a script and, and a fictional, scenario yeah. and, and one to have it turn out miraculously yeah. you could easily build it from something like this yes it's a movie script that yeah, writes itself yeah, yeah. i mean it's it, it, it uh, you know stuff happens stuff emerges from places and spreads to other places and and leads to things that change the world you know yes. and it's all just a story <laughs> yeah yes and what a fabulous story it is well we're going to see what camming, <laughs> what what we can do. Well, the thing is, it's there. It's an environment that's there with people with credit cards yes. who are willing to pay um, to watch people and listen to people. It's amazing <laughs> that the credit card companies will allow transactions of 20 cents. 
I mean, that seems to be under the credit. I guess. I guess what. Happens oh, but that's not the way it works, though. No, you have to buy ten bucks worth at a oh, time. Oh, well, you buy in bulk and then you split, what, spread yeah. out your twenty cents. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're called tokens. Tokens. You sorry. buy tokens for ten dollars, you get a hundred tokens. Interesting. Interesting. And I think if you buy a thousand tokens, you get a discount. And oh, interesting. So if you buy in bulk. Yeah, apparently. I mean, you can buy. <laughs> apparently, you can buy ten thousand at a time. Ten thousand at a time for what? Five thousand dollars. Well, I I don't know. I don't know what it is, but okay. in any case, it's. <laughs> well, it doesn't make any difference. Again, it's just it's just this structure. Mm. You know, what's actually going on is video and audio. A new kind of currency, really. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Well, I, and again, the, the the only thing interesting. Well, not the only thing. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but but it, it, making money at it—that's an interesting possibility for the integrating with the old ways. You know, mm. do you think you could find a a partner through it? A part- I mean, if, if a woman got interested in you and you know was there frequently and things like that, I mean, do you think you could find? You go there to talk about intimacy. Do you think you could yeah. find? Oh, I don't. Listen, I'm open to anything. Yeah, who mm. knows? I, that would be great. Yeah. That would be great to meet real kindred spirits. Yes. I don't expect that, you know. But your expectations here are very, like, you have very little expectations. Oh, and I have almost none. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, though. I'm, I'm thinking, why not? You know? I mean, why couldn't this work? Yeah. No, I'm, I look, my perspective is more power to you. I think this is a fascinating direction, and... From I completely unpredicted, and I I love it, Heron. More power to you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I really don't know what I'm going to do. Like I say, this this afternoon was the first time I ever did it. Yeah, and um, well, I suspect this will take months and months, but it's not a problem because I'm I'm just I'm here anyway during yeah. those hours, and you know, if nothing happens at the end of six months, it won't make one bit of difference to me. Uh huh. It's interesting, actually, that you go into this with good intention, because I think this is something... I mean, I'm, I'm kind of projecting in six months' time, where people <laughs> are paying you, like, a thousand tokens to undo the second button and things like this. Yeah. I mean, oh, that this, ain't going to happen. Well, I shouldn't well, say you that. don't say that. I mean, if they're yeah. paying for your not being at the newspaper, wouldn't you undo that second button? Um, probably I'd, I'd button the... T- no, I'd probably throw them out of the room. You would? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is interesting, because... You you have a actually a dilemma here. No, I don't. Well, but if you if you were to quit the newspaper, then you would have a dilemma here, surely. Well, not if not if it's working. Well, true. No, that's the beauty is I can do them both right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you make a problem. Your paper money plus twenty cents. Yeah, so you know <laughs> it's it's just irrelevant if if it gets to the point where I can see that it actually w- could replace the the other job and and. And everything weighed out. I mean, because how long are newspapers going to be around? No, look, believe me, I'd I'd be be jumping ship for a Yeah, so, you know, I I don't, there is no security. I mean, you know, so I I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, in contrast to your amazing topic, allow me to offer a few of mine. Well, we'll talk talk about some boring Tom stuff. Yeah. My friend who stayed here last year, actually it was the year before last, went to Australia. He's... He started in Australia, he came here, he went to New York State, and then he went to the UK, and he's lived in the UK for the past year or so. But he decided to go back to Australia for a brief visit, and when he was back in Australia, he found a Stone Ape listener. <laughs> Which, how would he 
well, that obviously demands some unpacking. So he texted me. He texted me via Facebook, and he said he caught up with two friends, and one of them is a regular listener and a huge fan of HS. Happy New Year. And I responded, and I he did it late in the evening, and I got up in the morning, and I put down HS question mark because it made absolutely no sense oh, to me. Hell, well. Yeah, my who the hell is HS? Anyway. Or what is HS? Yeah. Yeah. And for maximum, you know, for maximum delay, 10 hours later, <laughs> I was walking along a hallway at work, minding my own business, and I thought, it's fucking Heron Stone. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I texted back to him, Heron Stone question mark? You mean Stone 8 featuring Heron Stone? And he responded again 10 hours later, yup. So, articulate guy. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I thought to myself, there, there, you see, we talk about numbers periodically. I oftentimes actually cut the number discussions because they're so meaningless and, and we talk about it, you know, periodically. Yeah. But the thought that there are all these kind of covert sleeper cells of Stone Ape listeners out there. That could just occasionally be discovered through, you know, this random... Uh, well, how, yeah, I don't get it. How how was this discovered? I mean, it, ran, it wasn't random. You had a message. Well, uh, he a mentioned... cryptic he, message. <laughs> he, he mentioned he met these two friends, they're brothers. And I think actually while he was here, this is the thing, my memory is so shot currently. While he was here, I think he mentioned that this individual had listened to a few of my podcasts, but I didn't... I mean... Yeah, you do a lot of podcasts. He could be a model railroader for all I <laughs> yeah, fucking know. Yeah. So, you know, he could have gone in a variety of different directions. And I don't think he actually explicitly mentioned that he liked you at the time. So anyway... Oh, shucks. <laughs> he's, the, he's a big fan of HS, which is you. <laughs> well, thank you. So, you know, and what what also caught me in this thought was imagine a listener to this thing that thinks about what we're talking about as being relative. Imagine if we were like the evening news to a listener <laughs> and they considered what we talk about to be well, mainstream. I'm still trying to grasp that. Well, uh, this was a thought experiment I was actually going to wind into, but I'm pushing it faster so you can get your wine. <laughs> okay. But comprehend a human being out in the world, a language monkey, for want of a better term, who listens to this and thinks, yeah, this is like mainstream stuff. Everyone's got this kind of stuff going on. And I thought to myself as I was comprehending this this possibility, this creates like a society of like-minded folk, you know, which is what we're trying to do on some fundamental level here. But if they're all covert, and this I will put out to our covert <laughs> listeners, we can't actually create anything. I mean, it's great that you're out there in sleeper cells just waiting for the right <laughs> moment to become fully-fledged donate, you know, devotees or Heronstone devotees. But I, Or agents of evolution. Yes. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. But if you're covert about it, if you're not actively talking about it, although this guy obviously did because he talked to he talked to my friend. Yeah. Well, I you know, I think anyone who's even vaguely aware of the possibility of being an active agent of evolution is just such a such an enormous step to have made. You know, yes. I mean, I mean that that's, that's that's big time. What you're describing here is a decision. I'm not talking about this individual. What yeah. I'm saying is Considering that we have covert listeners. Well, what does that mean, covert listener? Isn't everybody who listens a covert listener unless no. they've written in and identified Connor themselves? Bowen. I mean, Connorsite's Bowen. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He, I, he's made himself, he's inserted himself yes. into Joe the, the dialogue, monologue. Yeah, or, Joe the yeah. drummer and I are, are currently yeah. planning how we'll meet in London. Yeah. So, you know, 
we have a lot of listeners that are active participants. Yeah. Many of them fall right. off. Yeah. And so, a lot of people who are just silently listening. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I got but it. you've, you've said frequently and I've said occasionally that it would be really wonderful if these people actually yeah. got uh, in contact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I agree completely with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And the fact that this individual and, and other folks who, you know, may have secondary or tertiary connections. Yeah. Don't get in contact. Yeah. How the hell are we going to know? Well, <laughs> But the other thing is, I mean, maybe, and that this is the kind of second element to this. If people view this, or if people listen to this and think, you know, this is this is just bread and butter. It's just Heron and Tom talking about all this stuff. Then, yeah, fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're <laughs> what right. Can they and react what, and what else is it? Exactly. It's just Heron and Tom yeah. talking and about enjoying shit. this stuff. I mean, there are plenty of things that I enjoy where I don't feel <laughs> the need to go and con. Although I'm I'm more of a a stalker than most. I'll contact a lot of people that I listen to. Just to say hello and, you know, isn't it great that you're doing these things and what have yeah, you? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it is a curious thing that we probably have more listeners, covert sleeper cell listeners out there. Well, I would assume that's most, I mean, 90% of it. Well, I assume actually it's 99 through the statistics that I Yeah, well, well okay. Yeah, even, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, you know, I, for some reason I was pulling back there. Didn't yeah. want to say. Yeah. I would have said 98. That's yeah. my, 98 my normal your, your response. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that, that's okay with me. You know, again, that's, that just seems to be the way it is right now. Hmm. You know, I mean, maybe we can, we obviously want to push it better than that, but, but, uh, I, I think that's really what the universe is up to now. Certainly, certainly. It's just a wonderful thing that you can put audio out and have, you know, people in far-flung parts of the world that... Uh, oh, yeah. It's amazing. Well, again, it, yeah, it, it, it's the first time, really, in history where people could get organized on a global level. Certainly. We never yeah. could do that before. Yeah. Well, the printing press, you know... Well, yeah, but it took too the, long. The time, true, the yeah. time frame uh, made it unusable. Yeah. I mean that was yeah the printing press was a big deal that changed it from centuries to <laughs> to decades but still certainly yeah yeah this is well this is the new world it was certainly- well a new world anyway yes. <laughs> like most of our best material Connorsites Bowen posted on Facebook sometime yesterday evening three young girls singing a song for <laughs> Donald Trump supporters yes God God and- bless. America. Oh, man. It's catchy. <laughs> it's catchy. And the thing that I found was really beautiful about it was it's like an interpretation of Nazi propaganda taken in a very different extreme. Yeah, and Mel Brooks. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the beauty of it is that they couldn't see the satire in it when they posted it. And in fact, it went out on Fox News Live. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, the next couple decades, you ain't seen nothing yet. Well, this is what interests me about Trump as a president, you know, as a president. Oh, God. Is that this is the guy that heralds the butterfly faster than any other human being possible. I'm sorry, I missed that. This is the guy that heralds the butt... Because you've got all these people that, like, voted for Obama, and then they vote for (laughs) Sanders, and then Trump comes along, and hopefully, by this point, this will cause them actually to question the political system, (laughs) get them to move away from this, and then we can actually have a clear majority, full set of folk 
that are having a discussion associated with what comes next. Yeah, what the fuck are we going to do? Exactly. (laughs) And it's interesting because McKenna has a big rap associated with defeat, that the Germans were the only, you know, society in the 20th century that were able to, and kind of Western world, that were able to adequately deal with militarism and, you know, fascism fundamentally because they saw the worst possible kind of decimation and then basically learned from that to a lesser extent the Japanese. And what interests me about the US is how resilient it has been up until now <laughs> associated with fascism. Yeah. It's just like continued and continued and continued and the population's kind of moved progressively more mm. rightward to mm. kind of spiraling vortex just before, you know, complete far right. Well, I'm hoping that 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 really is a minority and in, in that when it, when it comes down to it, I, I hope they're not electable shit. If they are, that's no, fucking, think, that really is fucking think, scary, but I don't think they are. Well, right. You see, we'll you see. A, you have a hope for voting in that circumstance. And my perspective is voting throughout my lifetime. At well, least. I'm not going to vote. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> this is my point. Thinking people sh- don't, it's the unthinking people that tend to vote. Well, not, no, it's not quite that simple. I mean, that's certainly a part. But, but, but it's pretty close. It's close. And but, we, uh, you know, well, like I say, we'll see. I'm going to, my sense is I'm just not going to get involved. Thank you. Well, <laughs> yes, I mean. It is an interesting circumstance. If Do you think there there really is a chance that he could get elected? What you need to understand is he, for 10, I think it's 10 years, I don't know the exact statistics, he was the top show on television. This is a beautiful yeah. molding of all the yeah, kind of Yeah, I understand. So the question is, do you really think he is electable as yes, president? Almost definitely, because that's the well, nature okay. of the political system. See, I, I don't know. See, I, to me, I just find that so difficult to believe that anybody can well, be that you, fucking it, stupid. But well, look at George W. Bush. <laughs> well, I know, I know. You're right. You're right. I, it's, no, the whole it's, thing is, the whole thing is, yeah. goes against uh, any well, that's possible. Scary as hell with him being president. You know, I hadn't really seriously you know you're you may be right that would be that would be fucking scary well no but what happens through this is the kind of deconstruction that i think moves us faster to the butterfly oh i i agree with you completely yeah it's just i was hoping it would go a little bit slower (laughs) this is change you can see in your lifetime heron (laughs) well listen i you know, who knows? It's interesting I mean, because I was listening to We're in to the, uncharted territory here. Yeah, I was listening to the Psychedelic Salon and Lorenzo has given up. He doesn't think that things are going to change in, you know, in the foreseeable future, even for anyone who's listening to his podcast. Really? And I thought really? this is the most defeated Get his ass shit. over here. Let's that, debate that son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> it made me realize that we should have actually recorded the Caterpillar Butterfly to inject it, but I'm also concerned about his followers as well, because you shouldn't be allowed to say something like that in a podcast. Oh, no bullshit. You know, he shouldn't be allowed to say anything he wants to, exactly, and then, but, but people it, should respond to it. That's exactly my uh, point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I would highly recommend that you do respond to that. Yes. Have you responded to it? I've, I've kind of stood back for a couple of days, and I was going to talk to you about it, which is why yeah. I raised it as a topic here. Yeah. But no, my, and what is it? What did he say? I mean, he, he said that. He can't, he said that- He's giving up? Is he, is he shutting down his- No, he's still doing the Psychedelic Salon, because I mean, ultimately, the Psychedelic Salon is a historical collection of talks. It's not something that's future projecting, although he does do occasional discussions associated with the, you know, the- Yeah, I gotcha. Occupy movement and these kind of things. So, you know, he has that perspective, but he's still very much entrenched in, you know, what is here currently. And that's what fascinates me about Trump as a candidate, because 
My perspective is it could go a wide variety of ways, but the political parties, the two political parties here, are so fundamentally stupid in terms of the people that they put up in front of the cameras. And Trump just comes in with money, with vast quantities of television experience. I mean, if you're at the top television, irrespective of what you want to say about television, if you've done 10 years as the top TV show, you're going to be able to manipulate the media far better than any other candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this should be very interesting to watch over Mm. the next few months. Mm. Yes. I keep, uh, I have just assumed that he will fade. That he will, he will burn out. Well, it's, you know, for whatever, at some point when it gets right down to it, mm, people will uh, just say, they're going to pick a politician. Who, who, who else is there? Have you yeah, heard Cruz? Almost talk? anybody. You no, know. have you, have you heard any? Well, no, I know you're right. They, they, talk. <coughs> no, you're right. There isn't much of a choice, is there? No, that's the whole point that the political system creates these nonsenses. Yeah. And now they've crashed yeah. created a nonsense that could cause their end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, this is going to be real interesting to watch. We, we could be a lot closer to the end of this whole game than I thought. That's my hope. Well, uh, yeah, part of me hopes so, but no, but seeing, damn, that's, that's, it's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. Uh, it's already messy. Shit. <laughs> it's going to be messy. Yeah. But my perspective is it's not that I have luck in these circumstances. My view is I'm probably going to be, you know, stomped in a few weeks time by the neighborhood. And we'll talk about a little bit more about that in a, in a few minutes. But from my perspective, <laughs> the, the potential to have a truly fascist and no holes barred. Yeah, really. Beyond yeah. anything that the US has seen in, in recent history. And to have probably ongoing, I mean, he's just going to ramp the war on terror to the point where even North Korea could potentially be invaded under his war. It's going to be amazing, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> well, again, you know, it's part of the whole thing is it really is not something we are in control of. No, this is this the is, beauty. This is something that is happening to Earth. This is like one of those fireworks shows where it goes horribly out of control. And rather than <laughs> a fireworks display in an hour, you're going to have a fireworks <laughs> display of an hour's worth of fireworks in about 10 seconds. Through yeah, this thing. yeah. Now, see, I don't think that's... Again, I'm still sticking to my metamorphosis theory for what's going on on the planet. That that, that makes more sense to well, me overall. Well, if the butterfly people can't... I mean, you look at this associated with the German state in the Second World War, in particular, the movement of people out of the German state through, you know, the early... the lead-up to the Second World War. I mean, the, the, I'm not a historian. Mm. I, don't, I don't know much at all about World War II. Hmm. Well, I find that the more I know, the less I know in terms of these things. Well, then in that case, we're equal. <laughs> but what fascinates me is that there were, there were thinking people having conversations in the mid-30s where the projections were made and things actually occurred very similar to their discussion. I mean, people knew about the Nazi state very early on. And what we're seeing here is not the same thing. But we already have a well-functioning fascist society. We have the industry, we have military, and the government, all in cahoots, all associated with this beautiful propaganda. Go get them, boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, go oh, get yeah. them, boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing. doesn't matter that there are transgender folk and women in the military, but go get them, boys. I mean, it's really, really <laughs> a, a turning point, I think. And from my perspective, being a disaster fetishist, as I am, <laughs> these kind of things are... You have to be 
Because, I mean, obviously, it's relatively bleak. It's getting bleaker and bleaker and bleaker. Well, it's for the caterpillar. It Certainly. Is. Yeah. It's yeah. looking pretty good for the butterfly, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, see, that's the thing is my attention really isn't much on the caterpillar. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's it's there and it does need to be dealt with for sure. But but that's my heart really. I really just don't give a shit about the caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Yeah. To watch the facial reaction of my spiritual advisor watching that video for the first time. In yeah. fact, she couldn't even watch the entire thing. She went from like shock to dismay to laughter to. The, the full gamut of emotions through watching that video of those girls. Yeah. I think it's compulsory watching for Stone Age listeners, actually, because the... Oh, I wouldn't go that far. No, I would. <laughs> okay, well, you do, and Because my, my perspective is, it, for those that are historically inclined, they will see the connections with Nazi Germany, and many of my Jewish friends did see the connections with Nazi Germany. But also the... I mean, fascism... <laughs> Nazi fashion in particular, in terms of cinema, propaganda, these kind of things, was so tightly refined. And I got vastly more respect for Trump's campaign, having watched that video clip. <laughs> it showed a degree of cohesion and precision. Yeah. When you say this, like, he's a buffoon and people are going to have to find out that he's No, he's buffoon. not stupid. That's Well, you see, that's where it gets very interesting, is... That's yes. It's he the, would have blown if what for whatever reason he's still where he is. <laughs> you know, it, it'd be just as easy for him to be you know working at McDonald's somewhere if he'd blown it. At some point, you know, yes, where we will all go eventually, or a campsite, <laughs> but McDonald's probably more likely. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was uh, I thought it was beautiful, and I <laughs> wanted to share it with the world, and I want to thank Connor Sightsbone for being slightly ahead of the. The curve. Uh, Interesting. It, yeah, I, I watched it, and um, I just wondered what kind of person is actually swayed by this kind of propaganda. Well, I mean, I'm incredibly sympathetic to people that are disenchanted with the current political system, and that doesn't give you one direction towards my particular philosophy. That just means that you move in a completely different direction. If you've seen a guy on telly for, you know, 10 years, then he might look considerably better than Cruz. So... I mean, I understand, actually, why the population would... Well, these people are all a bunch of fucking idiots, unconscious language monkeys. Who gives a shit what they think until they get educated and learn how to think and evaluate things? Yes, and as their boots connect with your face, I'm sure this is exactly what you're going to be thinking about. Well, no, because I I hope to stay enough ahead of the curve to get out. Get out of the way. At that point, you know, if that becomes necessary. No, I agree with you. That's certainly... That's certainly one of the potentials, you know, and yeah. it, and I think it. But again, you know, uh, I wouldn't mind becoming a refugee. If, I mean, if I had to, I that okay, I'll go. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. Throughout my lifetime, without any exception, with the likes of Trump, all the major political parties have followed in the same direction irrespective of where they say they and what fascinates me about his particular kind of fascism is that politicians who previously would be of any political persuasion gravitate to this thing and i've seen it in australia i've seen it here i've seen it in the uk politics is the alpha male stuff in some, a huge in some regard, i mean it? in australia it was a woman but it was a woman who well, went but out still there. playing that role exactly. though. Yeah. yeah certainly certainly 
I'm going to tell you what's going on, and here is the way it is. Yeah, and it appeals to just enough people yeah, that the other yeah. political parties get shit scared and think, geez, we're going to be more like this. <laughs> well, see, that's why, again, I don't see any hope for anything except a, a mass awakening of awareness. Hmm. I don't, you know, fucking language monkeys in their current state. I don't see any hope. Yes. Really? Yes. No, I had this experience at the community meeting, which I attended on Wednesday. Yeah. And I went in there. There were, I think, four speakers. And the first speaker actually was associated with what's called Downtown Streets Team, which is basically getting homeless people to do the work that the city would normally do, like clean up the streets. And then, like, organizing them, like, job interviews and things like that based on it. They don't actually pay the homeless people. They just give them assistance, and occasionally they give them gift cards to, you know, Walmart, what have you. Yeah, to get clothes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. because the city doesn't clean our streets, I I contacted them, actually, before they came the to The city meeting. doesn't clean your streets? It's insane. I I had a correspondence with our local council member associated what? with this. <laughs> That's hard to fathom, actually. Well, then you see so the streets. How do the streets get fit. cleaned, or well, do they get cleaned? In our case, they're supposed to clean them once a month. However, because we have uh, underpasses in our community, the street sweepers, the city street sweepers, can't go within 10 feet of the underpasses. And we are close to an underpass, so the city street sweepers don't go to our community. They're supposed to clean here once a month. They do it if you're lucky and you complain heavily in mass, maybe three times a year. The problem is, however, that we have a large transitory homeless population that creates their own trash in stealing other people's trash and opening it up and what have you. <laughs> and we, we have just these... And here's, here's an interesting statistic. The Super Bowl. These... Everything that's, you know... Apple pie and all this other stuff. America. America is coming and they're training at the complex that is literally 300 feet from my place, which is why if we had the tenants place open, we could make a small fortune for the Super Bowl. And so we're now as individuals within, I mean, I'm doing it because I'm the vice president, negotiating with various people to come and clean the streets because we look like a homeless encampment and you're going to have all these cameras for the Super Bowl here. And homeless encampments in the Super Bowl just don't go together. So I had a negotiation with a city official, and he's <laughs> like, oh, a week before they come, we're going to fix all this up. And I said, no, you're not going to be able to fix it up in a week. You're going to need, you know, truckloads to just remove the refuse that is here currently, because the city's never done that. And you're going to have to spend a lot amount of time, and you're going to shut down the streets when you do this as well, because there's no way you can actually clean without shutting down the streets. I said, get people out here now to assess it, so at least you're with the wisdom the, those of us Someone that knows what it exactly. is going to take. As opposed to, oh, no, we're just putting it off to the last minute and it's all going to be fine. Yeah, right. Anyway. Holy so, shit. Oh, man. I, I don't understand you. I don't Let know. me continue. You, you this, I, I can give you, I can give you a, a, a pithy example, but it's going to take a little bit of a lead in. Uh -huh. So when, when this woman was talking, a woman and another woman came in, uh, and sat down and then our, city council members who she was his campaign manager but she's absolutely useless as like a representative from the city because she does nothing i'll illustrate this in a minute after the first speaker they introduced themselves and the elderly woman was our council member's mother <laughs> he sent her rather than appear himself <laughs> so anyway the big thing in the city currently is they're giving, they're saying that they're going to give 
$100,000 to our community to do things that we can pick for. And the the city woman came up and talked and she said, she looked at me and she said, yes, like getting computers for the children. So I let it go on for a few minutes and then I raised my hand and I said, look, I don't want to bring the mood down here, but the city owes this community $15,000 to get computers for the children. And she said, oh, the city, ta-. she's got this narrative, which is verbatim. You want to talk about language monkey? This narrative is, a, is verbatim. Yeah, they've actually worked this out. Yes, exactly. And she said, you know, the city takes a long time. I said, no, when you need a homeless shelter on 2nd Street, you can get $54 million with 30 minutes worth of community consultation. And then she said, oh, but we've got to get all these people together. She said, we've got to get network engineers. I said, no. And I didn't cut her off properly because the reason we don't need network engineers is I've been there working on getting the internet cable in. All they need now is the $15,000 from the city. And I said, how can we trust the city? to give us any money when they promise to give us money and they never actually deliver. And she just continued on with her narrative. She's not going to answer that. She doesn't answer my emails. She doesn't do anything. Yep. So then that kind of came down and the council member's mother came over to me and she knew my name and she said, could you please tell me what's going on? I shook her hand. I'm polite. I'm not, you know, offensive. I'm not going to slap her around and kick her out. <laughs> and I said, uh, look, here's the story. We were promised $15,000. I've been putting my own money into this community center. That's why we have computers and internet, as I kind of feigned gestures towards the computers and internet. I said, you're dealing with underprivileged kids here. There's no excuse associated with waiting for more than a year for money that was promised. And it's even more ridiculous that you come here saying, oh, we're giving more money to this community when, in fact, you're not, you know, there's no intent. In fact, what was curious about the council member's representative was she basically said that, actually, that we're going to have the same kind of shit to get the 100000 out of the city that we got trying to get 15000 into the community centre. I mean, she basically said exactly what I was saying. But she smiles and she laughs and she's of a particular ethnic group that seems to appeal to a lot of people and this kind of stuff. And that way, you know... But I'm always interested at these community meetings, how many of these people are actually buying this bullshit? Like, how many of these people are just going to go and vote for this council member again? And ultimately, these are the people that are delaying this stuff. The guy who had his house broken into repeatedly actually emailed me back. It wasn't that he's a Democrat, thankfully. But he emailed me back and he said, look, he's really interested in talking about these things. And he hoped that moving to this neighborhood would be a good place to raise his children. And I didn't even want to touch on that. <laughs> anyway... The final speaker uh, came into What it. you need is more drama. Let me, let me finish this. Let me finish uh, Okay. This. Well, there so is more drama. The okay. final right. speaker gave her thing, and she said she'd just come from another community meeting. And she said they were, we were really calm compared to this other community meeting. And she said, yeah, they were yelling at her and getting all angry. And she's putting a charter school in, which, you know, people have concerns about. But quite frankly, it used to be like a lumber supply company that's been out of business for about a year and, you know, I don't know. I mean, you've got to trust something through all this craziness. Anyway, I said, well, you know, our local council member's so scared he sends his mother along to our meetings. And she laughed at that. And a bunch of faces turned around and laughed with me. And I thought, slowly but surely, I'm explaining to the community that we need to get rid of these assholes. And that was my experience at the uh, mm. at the meeting. Yep. But it gives me... <laughs> it, what I like to see is... Breaking down, you know, you've got this one speaker who comes, does all the singing, dancing, but just pitch perfect saying, do not believe this person, do not trust this person, this person is lying to you. And then slowly but surely, people in the community slowly realizing that business as usual, the city's model is very simple. They promise that they're going to give money. They come back and say, I will give money. And then people eventually forget about it and they don't actually need to deliver the money, which is their trick, you know? (laughs) 
yeah. Well, as long as people let him get away with it, then, mm. <laughs> then I guess they're, yeah. they're going to continue to get away with exactly. it. Exactly. That's exactly the point. But things are getting worse here. We're now having, like, houses graffitied up. The crime yeah, is just yeah, going through yeah. the roof. And, you know, and we've got this council Tom, member. When... Never mind. Yes. Yes. Our tenants are moving out, as I said. I'm actually staying home over the period of time that they move out because of this swarm theft business. Just because if people see moving trucks or what have you, the local community of thieves kind of gather around and, you know, we'll have another swarm situation. But <sighs> counting down, Heron, counting Jesus. down. Jesus. Honestly, I, I don't know how... See, I, that would, I would feel so stressed. Well, this I mean, is where I, it gets interesting because... I've been able to control my heart rate. I'm, I, I haven't had a migraine in days. Uh, and I'm okay, also well, reducing my chemistry yeah. associated with this. Reducing your what? The medicine that the doctor prescribed oh, to me. Okay. So well, then shit, that's pretty good. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's your, your, your brain, your mind, this, the stuff that you can use to move yourself beyond this works is actually probably considerably better than the vast quantity of medicine that you could receive through this. And I've kind of gone through various kind of philosophical points associated with how I stop the, the migraine portion thing from happening. And one of those things is kind of compartmentalizing all this nonsense and actually just realizing that, you know, I can take these things and just discard them. How can you be sure that it's something you did that ended them and that they just didn't end simply because they ended um, I still get twinges. Well, I mean, but I mean, how do you know what you're doing has anything to do with with that? Well, I monitor my heart rate, and I've, I can lower my heart rate, and I've lowered my heart rate considerably, and I'm doing a lot of things in that oh, Well, but you've done that for some time, haven't you? Well, it's interesting because through a series of factors, most of them sleep deprivation, um, and sometimes, I mean, obviously there are external factors as well, but I've just got to ramp my strategies based on the external factors, like going to this community meeting, for example. Mm, yeah. I mean, that would have been a trigger leading into it. And when you realize that <coughs> when you're in this circumstance, you actually are one of the more empowered people in these situations. I mean, the people that have lived here for 30 years and just expect to be trodden on and spat at and have people. Well, no, you have to houses. stand up. And exactly. Speak. Exactly. You know, anyone who does that, yeah. I mean, you identify yourself yes. in the act of standing and speaking. Certainly. <laughs> yeah, most people don't don't want to get But having said that. that as well, you also can gather a community of like-minded folk who might be, I would <coughs> use the term feeble, but not immediately of the same degree. And in feeling part of a community, I mean, the, the lowest part of last year was when they put this homeless shelter in. And none of my fellow board members actively stood up. The one person who was supporting me then did a positive piece associated with the thing that was supposed to be on NPR. And, you know, I felt at that point, everyone that I'm supposed to be working with here are actively working against me, either because mm -hmm. they're completely enamored with the pretty boy council member, or, you know, they're just so completely downtrodden and sick of this nonsense that they'll just kind of become tortoise-like and kind of curl into their shell in these circumstances. <laughs> so There are other possibilities, too. Well, like Just you know, brain-dead language monkeys. That, that curl into their <laughs> shell. I mean, that's, that's, you know, in fact, they're both brain-damaged language kind of yeah. aspects. But, yeah. um, no, I mean, I think through satire alone, and just the councilman's representative couldn't do anything. She just had to carry on with the narrative. It was actually very yeah. strange. Yeah, you just, yeah, that's, well, that's a good strategy. Yeah. It works. Mm. Yeah, just 
move ahead. Just yeah. repeat what you just said. This is the storyline. Yeah. Repeat it. Yes. And rehearse it. Yes. yes. And under pressure, what do you do? You repeat it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and you don't make eye contact, so you repeat it in the strangest possible. Oh, if you can make eye contact, that's even better. But well, no, she 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 obviously had a learnt thing not to make eye contact. So, (laughs) well, yes. Anyway, yeah, I uh, yeah, actually, I I just don't know what you expect you can achieve. I I would be out of that place so fucking fast. Well, unfortunately, the financial system doesn't work that way. I mean, would you leave? I mean, the dream which is where I return to, is the kind of farm, the future farm, probably somewhere in Oregon. And, you know, I can live on a little bit of land and do whatever I do to make money, and I don't need to actually engage with, you know, cities or councils or anything. Yeah, do it all over the Internet. Exactly. Absolutely. That's my intention. Well, clearly. (laughs) You staked your intention very strongly this evening. So, yes, and (laughs) it's interesting, actually, because my dream space is also, through the migraines, my dream space has also changed. Oh. And that's been particularly fascinating. Most of my dreams, my dreams always had an architectural component, but now they have a kind of like homeowner solving architectural component, which is kind of difficult to explain. Uh, what? So, for example, I oh, dr- homeowner. Yes. Oh, okay, I got it. So I dream that we, we live in some place with something that's I was very- thinking homo ner. Homo what? That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's your, that's your webcam handle from now on. <laughs> that's it. It's already infected. Yes. So, so. No, I was thinking like homo sapiens or homo nerdo or something, you know. Again, another, another webcam name. Anyway. So <laughs> through all of this, yeah, I, I actually feel remarkably positive about this. I mean, my employer has been relatively sympathetic to this. I haven't taken a vacation. I've still been working. I've still been producing. But my employer has been, you know, because ultimately I was able to fix things and do a bunch of stuff while I was working over the end of year period. And I've kind of continued on with that. But yes, it's a strange period of time. And folks who listen to Short Funk might feel that as well. But it's something that I'm just working through. And I'm sure as hell not going to you know, become downtrodden in this circumstance. I mean, aside from being robbed or physically assaulted yeah. or a variety of things. Um, <laughs> but I think even in those circumstances, I have a relatively good fighting chance. I mean, if firearms yeah. aren't involved, I think I probably have a very good fighting chance. And if they're involved, I've got a variety of strategies associated with that. So, Well, you know, and frankly, reality is beyond your control, exactly. my friend. No. <laughs> you know? That's one of the beauties of it, really. You know, you yeah. can prepare, you you take adequate precautions to whatever you think you can deal with. Yes. And um, beyond that, man, you're on your own. Damn skippy. <laughs> Damn skippy. One of the things that fascinates me about Stone Ape as a form is it exists completely independently of listeners. It exists completely independently mm. of Skype. All these things. Yeah. You know, it's just us chatting. On nah, no, but it doesn't because I'm influenced by all of those things. Well, those are part of my yeah. life. Yeah. So, as you know, I bought a new computer. Yes. And I record- A 13-inch, right? Uh, I think it might even be 12. It's slightly smaller than it needs to be, actually, I realize, because most of my- like n- additional projects to Noble Ape exist in a screen size, which is slightly larger than this, mm, yeah. which was a bit of a fatal flaw that I should have thought about, but I can still work through it, particularly is, with Can't that. you tr- return it? I mean, it's brand it's new, no, right? I, I mean, wouldn't return it. I'll just, I'll, I'll buy a monitor or something. I don't need to return it. The, the laptop itself is fine. I mean, I thought just, there was like 30 days where you could uh, yeah, my, exchange. Look, and and I, not, yeah. Let me tell the story and then you okay. might say that again. All right. Never mind. <laughs> okay. So 
I recorded model rail radio on the laptop. I recorded Stone Ape in the evening, and then in the morning I had model rail radio. The laptop crashed due to a division by zero error, which I know very intimately, and it wouldn't boot up for about 30 minutes. It was just in a cyclical reboot. Wow. This was your old Mac? No, this is the new one. Uh, I mean, oh, the new one. Sent two grand on. So then I pulled out of that (laughs) and was able to get things working again. And I suspect actually, and this is our, I I won't mention him, but we have a listener that is connected with this technology. I'll just say that. Okay. So I turned off the, I had the hard disk encryption on. I turned off the hard disk encryption initially because I knew the reboot sequence was clearly barfing on that particular component. Why? Well, yeah, boy. I could, I could As a Mac it. user, I've just got all sorts of questions, but go on. Yes. <laughs> so eventually, mysteriously, miraculously, because I was ready to just go to the, you know, Apple store throughout. Yeah, and say, take this back. Give yes. me a new one, please. Burn it. Do not allow others to use it. <laughs> yeah. Where it w- was able to reconstruct itself. And funnily enough, we had about seven, maybe 12 listeners on Model Rail Radio, including a couple of participants when it first crashed. The second time it crashed, about an hour and a half after that, people were just ready. They knew I'd come back online. They went fast. They were just hanging around chatting anyway. So that reboot took about 10 minutes. Oh. And then I came back on and continued the recording. I haven't yet gone back to the audio to see if the audio is completely lost in the crash cycles or whatever happened. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm actually going to... I hate it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because this is... I mean, when you're a software engineer after a certain period of time, you, you see software so broken in so many different ways. Yeah. The fact that it resuscitated itself, the fact I was able, made me feel like I'll actually hang on to it. And no doubt I'll probably buy another one in some period of time. Well, there could just be that something's wrong with that. Well, my perspective is it's the, it's the highest CPU of this particular model. Skype and Call Recorder working together. Call Recorder's not a huge company. They're not testing on this particular machine. I suspect it was Call Recorder that actually did the crashing. So, you Uh, know. How? Well, Skype is slightly larger in terms of, like, the engineering infrastructure, and I would imagine that they would have a multiplicity of Macs that they tested on. I'm less confident about Core Recorder, and Core Recorder frequently has in its notes, this will stop certain crashes on certain machines. Ah, which means okay. that they have right. crash All reports right. and yeah. they adjust ah, the software okay. accordingly. All right, yeah. I've never had any problems with Core Recorder, yeah. so, uh, so it's yeah. all news to me. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, um, it's also a multi-participant, you know, recording with 20... You know, 12 to 20 people on Skype yeah. and a variety of other factors. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually haven't gone through this experience. It's almost like a bonding experience that I've had with this computer. And although a number of people have told me, take it back, get a rid of it. A bonding experience. <laughs> I've been crying holding this computer. <laughs> I feel like connected with it. It's an emotional yeah. partner of mine. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you feel, well, you're, as knowledge, you're more knowledgeable certainly than I am about computers. Yes. If you feel that that's a reasonable way to deal with it, yes. then, you know. Damn Skippy. Well, well, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> so anyway, it was an interesting experience. I would have brought it back a long time ago and said, give me a new fucking computer, you assholes. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I feel a kindred spirit with the assholes, though. I mean, it's interesting. Well, well I would have left out the assholes. <laughs> I just would have said, give me a new computer. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, obviously, Model Rail Radio is a very particular thing, but I'm I'm hopeful that my crash reports will get back to the various parties accordingly. Well, so your system seems to be working quite Yeah, it's worked flawlessly after the Model Rail Radio debacle. But however, I had a model rail radio again. And in terms of, like, in terms of actual computing, model, this is really why I have a podcasting computer, because model rail radio stretches the limits of Skype, call recorder, and whatever machine I'm running on it. 
Um, you know, because, uh, why? Because all of the mics are live all the time? Is that what it is? Well, they all potentially could be. I mean, thankfully, we have good muting rules and people, most people do adhere to them. Mm. But just in terms of the fact... No, but that's what I'm saying is you don't have any control over that. I mean, all the mics are on all the time unless... Unless they, you, unless yeah. they mute them. Yeah. yeah. And part of the contract with Model Rail Radio is you so mute the mic mute or, or yeah. I hang up on them. I mean, I have hung right. up on people yeah. periodically. That's absolutely reasonable. Yeah. But, Interesting. You know, it was, it, funny <laughs> enough, the major crash came when I clicked on a participant's link and then Facebook came up. So it could have been Facebook that caused the division by zero crash. Who knows through all of it? And, you know, no doubt some flash plugin or something. Have I, yeah, I, I'd installed flash prior to then. So it could have been flash, could be a variety of things, but it was a very definite division by zero because nothing stops a computer faster than a division by zero. And it's a very particular like crash green experience around that, or at least historically I found it. Yeah. Well, you, you're talking about stuff I know nothing about. When, so. when I moved, <laughs> this is going complete nerd, folks, so tune out if you feel so inclined. When I originally developed Noble Ape, I ended up with, I think, four screens that included the rotating brain thing in one screen. It was a monochrome screen. When I ported that to one of the OS X versions, there was a division by zero error in their graphics code that I reported to them. And they never really fixed it, so I just put the brain thing on the colour thing and moved a few things around and just made sure that I never did any black and white rendering ever again. So I'm very familiar with Division by Zero, both through seeing it in this example and in many other cases. But yeah, it produces an effect which is um, instantaneous and very familiar. So, But it's interesting actually associated with this notion of trust, and this is the thing I go away from, that I am very much in the minority associated with just not taking something back, slamming it down, and asking for a refund. Really? Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, I certainly would be my... F- yeah, well, I mean, I'd, I'd try to... I mean, if it's something I can deal with easily, then yeah. I, I'll deal with it. But yeah. if it starts to become a problem, <laughs> you know, yes. that's, and this is a brand new computer, Same well, way. you know, yep. give me. let's try another one here and well, see Well, this is where it gets on. interesting, because I guess my perspective is... Your reliability is a very interesting thing with computers. And I guess I've been extraordinarily lucky. I mean, my last podcasting laptop had heavy use through these recordings for, you know, five odd years and, you know, maintained like a trooper. I don't know what I've got. I've got four generations now of old laptops. I should probably, I considered donating them to the Digibarn, but I don't see Bruce Damer sufficiently. My wife got her pie plate pack, though. This is, again, long-standing <laughs> Stone Ape listeners will remember my wife's pie plate. From <laughs> when, two, did it, when did it come back? Uh, this week, actually. Uh, this week. This Congratulations. Gone, this pie That's plate great. has been gone for at least two and a half years. We went to, we went to a party that we were invited to, for, and I had high hopes for the party. And having been pitched like three ideas in five minutes by people that were... I always find it strange. You have this kind of hierarchy of people. And I always feel at the bottom of the hierarchy. And then sometimes I meet people that are like below me in the hierarchy. And these guys just came up and started pitching these ideas, all that were completely ridiculous and all that were wasting my time. And I thought, I can't do this for like another two hours. And my wife was already out the door. Like she saw this coming and just left. So I followed her and we left this cheese fondue dip thing that she brought in this pie plate. I got the pie plate back. Now you're ready for another one of them really cool meetups. <laughs> No, I'm not. But yeah, it is actually very curious because the next stage of this 20 years of Noble Ape is Kickstarter. And every day that goes on, look, now you're, now you're on the webcam things. I've got to do this Kickstarter thing, Heron. 
I mean, if you put yourself out there on webcams, I've got to do this Kickstarter. My, yeah, go for it. My main concern is that the primary reason to do the Kickstarter was to bring in more money for the Gorilla of Code. And I'm not even really sure where this Gorilla of Code thing is going to go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's well, yeah. If you gather money for Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> it's interesting, even our listener Bob Mottram has pointed out now that maybe releasing it, I mean, maybe I just rewrite it in Objective-C to make it sexy. I could just- See, the thing is, I just don't know what the fuck I want to do for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I got a good general idea, but, yeah. you know, the actual specifics are still somewhat hazy for yeah. me. Yeah. You know, I'm working on it. Certainly. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, look, honestly, I'm completely fascinated. But my, my projection is that there could be potential. For, I mean, when I see documentaries associated, and I see infrequently, but there have been at least two or three on Netflix and the Vice one that I mentioned that I've kind of skimmed through. Most of them are so bad I don't watch them. But the ones that I do watch seem to indicate that there's a kind of cam girl burnout thing that is very real. I mean, obviously, your friend doesn't have that. But, you know, for some of these women, it just, like, triggers, like, vast quantities of, like, emotional issues and rejection and these kind of things. And I'm wondering somehow, I mean, obviously you go into it with the best possible intents, but I'm wondering if the whole form and, you know, how many people, irrespective of being men or women, would come to your page before eventually you're kind of undoing a second button or these kind of things i mean i well i just can't imagine i mean i i I certainly would never say no i'd never ever do something Mm. like that you know because i'm just perverse enough to do something like that but uh i mean i've seen you naked heron so (laughs) yeah but that was an error one i grievously uh, it's a repressed memory for me too yeah yeah thank you move on yeah so yes I understand. I mean, this is exactly the point that I'm making, that I find it, it would be fascinating to kind of chart this. No, because that's this, well, it's just hard for me to imagine a situation where, where that would come into play, you know? Well, what happens if you quit? What happens if for everything works positively? You're making, let's say, a thousand dollars. Making a week. enough, enough. No, no, no. Let's so I can let's say, yeah. This is where, this is the thing that scares me about yeah. me going completely independent yeah. is, you're in a circumstance where you're making a good amount of money per week. Everything looks sailing. Yeah. You quit the day job. And then yeah. for whatever reason. It goes down and I. There's a younger, and, yeah. more charming. Yeah, epistemologist sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he will get naked. Yeah. And, and he'll talk about epistemology. Yeah, and you completely lose that market and yeah. you're without well, a job. Well, I guess I'll be looking for a job as a uh, worker at a newspaper again. <laughs> when there are no newspapers left. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's all sorts of qu- universes and questions that you can invent. You know, certainly, yeah. In order not to do something, you're right. Yeah, not doing something is the easiest. Or to do something, you know. (laughs) Either way, you know. Again, we got our stories, and that's it. You know, what story are you going to go with? (laughs) Yes, I'm really looking forward to telling my spiritual advisor about this, Heron. I actually contemplated pulling her in and getting her to talk to you about this thing. (laughs) Well, see, it doesn't strike me. Well, it seems kind of obvious to me. You know that. This is the same thing I do on TeamSpeak, except I'm doing it there. Well, again, let's return to the, you know, doctor's office strip club metaphor. My impression is that people come to these websites with very specific things in mind. Oh, consciously, of course, but they still are complex human beings, you know, with a a multitude of motivations. Mm. And 5% of them 
just like 5% of <laughs> air traffic controllers or any other damn group you want to f- create mm. are uh, are the market for what I'm talking about. Yeah, I guess. And here they're giving it to me for free. <laughs> well, for a certain amount of time. I mean, you really, you've. it's interesting, actually, because you spent so long talking about how you have to survey things and how you have to work things out and how, you, you know, before well, you that, create well, a course. meetup group, you've got to organize these things. The but, amount but, of information but, you actually have about this CAM stuff is minuscule, but oh, you're putting yourself anything. out there. No, no but but it, I, I'm able to get it working with virtually no oh, It only took you a week of this stuff. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, and there it is. So now, now what? Mm. <laughs> mm. You know. It'd be interesting now we put this out to the general public, or at least to the broader stuff. Well, I don't know about public. the general public. Well, the weirdos who listen to this shit. Yeah. If, if your numbers increase. Because <laughs> this, this woman, when she announced it on her YouTube uh, videos, her numbers increased exponentially. I mean, there were obviously just a bunch of horny guys who probably didn't even smoke weed. They would watch her videos. and then, But then th- this, again, is the sexual component, which is not what you're doing. So, yes, it is all very curious. I mean, it's- well, I'll talk about sex. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a valid subject and, yeah. and probably one that, well, in, in, given that environment might be something we might end up talking about. Would you ever talk about Otsuko on there? Um, I, I, I'm pretty much open to talking about anything. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not gonna, I have, I'd have to be careful about. You see, this is an interesting yeah, question. Yeah, whether she's easily, I, yeah, that might be, yeah, I certainly don't want to drag anybody else involved in my sordid life, <laughs> you know, into this thing. Yes. My so, spiritual advisor takes real exception to this. In fact, our listener Gabriel raised an issue that he wanted me to talk about, which uh-huh. and my spirit, I, I couldn't even talk about it based on my, you know, sense of my spiritual advisor's response. Now, here I have gone past a number of those limits on Stone Ape, and I have been severely reprimanded because there were periods of time when my spiritual advisor listened to Stone Ape frequently, and she said, why did you raise this, this, and this? And I gave her the justification, and kind of progressively... There is no justification. Well, if I'm going to talk about one subject, you know, there are bridges and what have you in order to talk about other subjects. But, um, yeah, so I'm more sensitive to this now, and it's interesting that I I asked the Atsuko question specifically, because this identifies the sensitivity between personal... Personal life. Yeah, yeah, life. I certainly don't want to involve people in, in my nonsense, mm. uh, in any way. I mean, I've learned a lot from people that I've been involved with in yes. my life. Yes. And I'm thankful for all of them. Yes. And, uh, they may not all be as thankful <laughs> yes. as I am. Yes. <laughs> it is curious to talk about epistemology, uh, intimacy, and sexuality. In a forum where you basically just have a bunch of horny people coming through. Well, but see, that's what I'm saying. Is they're not just a bunch of horny people. They're just a bunch of people. Well, if you, you were know, to do, you this, know, I mean, maybe a restaurant is a better example. Maybe the doctors off of the strip club is wrong. If you go to a restaurant, you're looking to eat, right? No, yes, but that's you're maybe not you just looking to eat. That's well, that's what that's what. Yeah, that's an important part of that. Absolutely. But it, if you I'm leave not a restaurant saying, without eating, you're kind of missing some point here, right? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you ended up with something quite different that you were surprised to find. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Again, for that five percent. Most yeah. of the people just went away disappointed. Yeah. But five percent of them might be happy they didn't might eat. Be quite well, maybe they'll eat, maybe they won't. Who knows? That's not really what we're here for. Yeah. So these women that remain clothed, 
I'm assuming men get sexual gratification. Well, there are a group of men that will still get sexual gratification if a woman remains clothed. Oh, who knows what the hell's going on out there? I'm sure there's every fucking thing you can imagine going on. I really don't give a shit. But you were taking <laughs> yeah. advice from people that who have been able to survive. That well, I guess on a personal level, you don't have to give a shit. No, I don't because mm. it doesn't make any difference if it if it works if it if it ends up being some sort of medium that I can. Used to my advantage, yes. <laughs> then good. Yeah. And if not, um, I'll get bored with it relatively quickly. Yeah. I have to say, Heron, honestly, unquestionably, this is the best topic you've ever raised on Stone Age. <laughs> and I think it's, it's taken my, I normally come to these things with a relatively pedestrian view that will kind of meander through some topics. Uh, some more radical earth shit stuff. You and know. then th yeah. this one has just completely. <laughs> you weren't ready for this. Huh? I was not. Well, I, the funny thing is actually, I'm amazed by how ready for this I am. Like, part of this is me thinking, this is just Heron taking it to the next level, and I've got to be able to follow his pathway here. I've got to be able to continue <laughs> this thing on. Now, now what are you going to do? But it's interesting, actually, because within the first 10 minutes of us talking about it, I really was in a state of shock where I had to thought, fuck, I've got to make it like a normal conversation out of this thing. But it, it was yeah. something where I could kind of divide it That's up. That's interesting. And actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, I'm trying to think how I have been thinking about it. I haven't talked – this is the first time I've talked about it. I mean, mm. it's just been – well, and I've talked to – Your friends, but you haven't talked that. in a more public forum. No, yeah, yeah. It's first, well, I've, yeah, I've talked to her, and that's the only person yeah. I've talked to. And, but I've been thinking about it for – I mean, consciously, really, for the last couple of weeks. Well, when we talked about it a year ago, you were very positive about it. And I thought this is actually – I mean, about honestly, what? about this webcam thing that people were making good livings from this thing. You mean the sex web webcams? Well, I guess we talked about sex specifically through that conversation. But actually, no, I talked about it very much in terms of privacy, that I saw it as selling part of your privacy and actually yeah. like dividing your life up and having a part of your life that you sold for a certain amount of money. And if that amount of money was better than your job, you just continue doing this thing. It's interesting because if you came to me with a perspective of morality associated with this, or I might have some mora moral perspective, I think you came yeah. with the wrong perspective. My view is not associated with Heron's putting himself in front of a bunch of men that are probably masturbating furiously. But, but this is actually, like, potentially something that... Well, that's a great image. Thanks for that one. I'm surprised. I mean... We get to it on Stone Ape. I mean, this is, this is, this is what Stone Ape's all about. You quintessentially brought it all together. This is the atomic Stone Ape right here. No, my perspective is actually that this is an experiment that needs to happen. Well, that's, that's just sort of the way I'm looking at it is here's all this bandwidth that yeah. you can just Get on and use. The only, no, the only any thing way I, you want. The only thing I will say is that if you stop this after only just a couple of, you gotta, you gotta carry this thing, Heron. I'm serious. If you, oh yeah, well, come I'm back gonna next have to give it like, several months. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna have to give this because, it, well, it's not a problem. I mean, it, it's easy. It'll be easy to. I could do this for the next two years without flinching. You know, it's not a problem. Mm. So, um. You might be switching through some of this, I would imagine. But yeah. well, I have no idea what to. I mean, on the one hand, I'm a I can easily imagine no interest. You know, but you've already seen that that's not the case. 
Well, um... I mean, you've already had a really positive signal, which is what I find particularly fascinating. Well, no, I'm maybe, maybe not. I think maybe people in those environments just click. I mean, it's to like some. It's, it's like uh, liking something on Facebook. It's not know? like liking something on Facebook at all. It's not. I think that's the wrong perspective. I don't see how it's any different. I mean, that's all I they have fasc- to do. Is what they, I find they, fascinating? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You've got funny cat videos. You've got. The Freedom Girls on Facebook. People come to these sites for very specific things. And the fact that you can generate that kind of interest for a relatively small period of time. I mean, my anticipation is, you know, potentially four, six, eight hours of this stuff in terms of making, like, reasonable survival money. But the fact that your first experience through this has netted such a positive result. (laughs) Yeah, man. I think is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 20 cents, man. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, think if you. Yeah, but you got to look at this on, on a but lot of. This is about fans ex- as well. I mean, this yeah. is about actually generating interest over time, which is yeah, what this podcast yeah, yeah, thing is. Yeah, that's what it has to be. Yeah, yeah. It has to be people who know what's actually going on. So it could be after six months that you have, you know, 5,000 or 400 at least. Let's oh, say 400. Who knows? What, yeah. Well, that's what we're going to find out. Exactly. That's what we're going to find out. Yeah. Whether just what kind of response. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, this is actually, and this is what I was trying to talk about a year ago. This is kind of a democratization, to use a really bad term, oh, no associated shit. with <laughs> these things, is that people are actually putting real money into a tip jar, well, basically. Well, yeah, that's right. No, they, these, this is an environment that's built on uh, people buying tokens and giving them to performers on cameras. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the company keeps 50%, and the performer keeps the other 50%. Yeah. Heron, you've absolutely completely worn me out this evening in a very interesting and fabulous way. But I, I can't throw another... I don't have another topic for a start. But I'd just like to conclude this thing because I've got a... You've got a week's worth of me thinking about this and finding new perspectives and new stuff to bring to the table. I've got to up my game, basically, after this. <laughs> okay. Oh, listen, cool. I'm glad you take it that way. That's no, awesome. I, I can't wait to see throwdown. what you're going to come up with. This now. is a serious throwdown, Heron. You have raised the stakes on Stone Ape in this particular recording. I don't know. Boy, I'm not. Well, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all the best with your week of experimentation, and I'm looking forward to an update next week. Okay. Okay. Good night. See ya. Cowardice. Are you serious? Apologies for freedom. I can't handle this. When freedom brings Andrew the call on your feet, stand up tall. Freedom's on our shoulders. USA. Enemies of freedom Face the music Come on boys, take them down President Donald Trump knows how To make America great Deal from strength or get crushed every time Over here USA Over there Of the brave USA, USA. 
flying. Let's celebrate our freedom. Inspire proudly freedom to the world. Ameritude, American pride. USA. It's attitude, it's who we are. Stand up tall. We're the red, white, and blue. Fiercely free, that's who. Our colors don't run.